to What She Said, a podcast about blogging, creativity and life online hosted by me, Lucy Lucraft, a freelance journalist and blogger based in Brighton. Hello, welcome to Series 3, Episode 4, I want to say, <laughs> of What She Said. I have to apologise because last week's amazing episode with Star Me Sunday, I skipped this bit that I normally do um, and that was just basically because I was knackered. Um, it's been pretty full on and last week was particularly mental so I decided to skip it and I hope you don't mind. I did a bit of a poll on Instagram and it seems that you like this bit so I'm going to carry on recording it for you and I think it helps to give a little bit of context each week and we can kind of catch up. So this week's episode was with the lovely Milo Van Roon. Um, she, I don't know why I said it like that. Um, <laughs> she is um, a wonderful travel blogger and she's a bit of a powerhouse. She has her travel blog explorista.net which is in Dutch and also in English and she's a digital nomad as of last year. We chatted about all things affiliate marketing. This is such a good topic. (laughs) I feel like affiliate marketing, passive income, monetizing your blog, uh, Google ad sales, this is something that is kind of, it's one of those things that people just don't understand, including me. Um, and also as a blogger, you can, if you don't know some of these tips and tricks, you can, um, spend years signing up to affiliate marketing networks, sticking in affiliate links willy nilly and seeing zero results. Um, which is basically what both Milo and I did. It's such, such a good episode. I really, really love it. I mean, I love all of my episodes, but, um, I particularly love it when there's a really good meaty takeaway that you can literally, you know, pause the podcast and write notes um, and then go away and do stuff with your blog and see, or business and and see the results. It was the same with the SEO episode as well. I mean, I really, really love the episodes where you just feel great afterwards or you feel inspired or or laugh a lot, but um, it's nice to mix it up and have these super practical episodes too. Anyway, um, enjoy the episode. Hi, Millie. How are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you? Good, thank you. Melting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same here, same here. <laughs> Where are you right now, actually? Uh, home in the Netherlands. Yeah. I was um, house-sitting for my parents while they were on holiday, and they just got back last night, nice. so crowded house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for everyone, anyone who doesn't know who you are, um, mm-hmm. can you tell us a little bit about you, who you are, what you do, and a bit about your blogging journey so far? Yeah. So my name is Milou. I am Dutch, um, and I am a journalist by trade. Um, graduated in 2012 as a uh, magazine journalist, and I worked for a lot of um, women's magazines. Um, I've been blogging forever. (laughs) Um, but in 2013, I started a a travel blog in Dutch and that, um, actually went very well. I really, really liked doing that. And because of that, um, I got a lot of, um, content clients as well, uh, copywriting, blog post writing, stuff like that. So that kind of led to the creation of a content agency, and in 
what was it? I think January 2016, I was like, well, I have all this content in Dutch and it, I think it would do very well on the English market as well if I just translate it and apply all the marketing knowledge that I have for the international market that doesn't work in the Dutch market. So I tried that and that has been going very well now as well. So, um, I had some like time left over in a day <laughs> and, uh, no, not, that's not true. I had like no time left over. <laughs> um, and I started another, uh, Facebook group on the side of that, which, um, is called female digital nomads. Um, and it has, I think about 35,000 members now. It's big. Um, yeah. So it's like the biggest, um, Facebook group for female, female identifying, uh, digital nomads. Yeah. So those are the main things that I do now. <laughs> and I don't know, did you even mention that your, your blog name and your company name is Explorista? Oh, well, that's, yeah. See, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, is, is she going to mention that? <laughs> I should hire you to do my PR. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. Hey. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, the blogs are both called Explorista. So the Dutch one is Explorista.nl. The English one is Explorista.net. And then um, the uh, content started uh, on the side of it uh, is called Expressa Media because I thought that would be nice and cohesive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is it's perfect. So yeah. one of the things I really, really want to talk to you about is something I think you know what I'm going to talk to you about <laughs> because I'm, I'm so curious. I'm jumping in blind here. <laughs> oh, did I not tell you? Oh, okay. Well, I had it in my head. I know what I want to talk to you about. Um, is I'm not a reader <laughs> is um affiliate affiliate marketing? Oh, yes. Because so, Milu recently did a talk at the same uh, blogging conference that I did a talk at in Rotterdam. Um. And your talk was about affiliate. Yeah, sorry, I should say Traverse. <laughs> They've been on the show. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to burn them and not promote their stuff. <laughs> They've had their slot. <laughs> They've had enough promotion in series two. Um, yes. So yeah, your talk was about affiliate marketing, and I found it fascinating, particularly hmm. because I've known you for a little bit, and I've known you before you jumped into this whole affiliate marketing thing and throughout um, and what I found really really fascinating was that you were the same as me and quite a lot of us I think in that you was you said I, I don't want to do this it won't work for me it's not gonna yeah. work blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, and you were quite grumpy with it I think as most of us are until we dive in head first and actually you dove in head first because you wanted to prove everyone wrong (laughs) I wanted to prove that it wouldn't work for me yeah (laughs) can you talk a little bit about your journey yeah um so for the longest time I was that person that was the queen of excuses um in terms of my travel blog um I wanted it to be you know personal and authentic and I thought everybody you know all kinds of advertising was you know Satan basically Mm. I think there's a lot (laughs) of people who think that as well actually Brenna said the same thing yeah Mm. um yeah so that's why I mean I did I did my editorials for the longest time because I figured that there was a way I could do that in a creative way that felt natural to me I could select the companies that you know Mm. I would use or am using um, and I could make something creative and fun that was fun to read for my readers. But all the other ways of advertising um, just 
I don't know, they look so spammy to me, you know, all the display advertising, um, all the affiliate links. Um, yeah, it just, it felt kind of inauthentic to me. Yeah. 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 Um, like you would be selling your soul. Cause obviously the things that you think about when you think about like, uh, passive income are all those obnoxious, um, <laughs> bro dudes that, you yes. know, have yeah. flashy websites that yeah. sell like, I don't know, diet pills or whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I didn't really want to be grouped into the same, you know, family with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I saw all this information, uh, specifically in like Facebook groups and on websites saying how amazing it was, you know, to be having all this passive income, um, through, uh, primarily, um, display advertising and affiliates. Um, and I thought, well, you know, that's all great for you, but you have like an English website and my main website, especially at that time, they're about similar size now. Um, was my Dutch one. And they're two different, completely different demographics. Um, I was on my Dutch site um, writing in primarily a personal uh, tone of voice. You know, it's very, not very salesy at all. Um, so I had all these excuses why it wouldn't work for me and for my market and for my demographic. Um, but at some point, I just got kind of so jealous and fed up with like all the money that they were making and I wasn't making that I decided like, you know, let's give it a try. Let's try all the things that they are sharing and that they're saying that's working for them. Let's try it on my side and prove that it just does not work for Dutch websites. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, uh, yeah, I was proven wrong myself, <laughs> luckily, because <laughs> it did work. It did actually work. Um, and, um, it, it did obviously require lots of trial and error and, you know, tweaking and a lot of, um, keeping track of what I was doing as well to see what was working and wasn't working. Um, and yeah, through that now I'm able to live off of my blogs full time and I wasn't do you know, I was making like enough for, uh, you know, groceries maybe every month, not even that. Cause I didn't have affiliate posts or like, um, sponsored posts every month. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I just have consistent income. You know, I can, I don't, I don't have to work. Wait, I think that's my email. I'll turn that off. <laughs> um, I, I don't have to work, um, for a month if I don't want to. And I will still be able to, you know, afford rent or traveling or whatever I am. Um, so that's given me such a great sense of, of freedom and it's not, um, obtrusive or inauthentic as I, as I feared it would be. Mm. I think that's really interesting because um, you've touched on a couple of points um, that it feels as though if you start earning money from your blog in a way that is um, a way that you're selling, which is typically what people think of when they put display advertising or use affiliate links or Mm -hmm. sponsor posts or anything, then then you lose your authenticity. And actually... All that is, is our own, that's our own issues around, around earning money, doing what we love doing. Absolutely. We feel like somehow we, we keep ourselves to these impossible standards of Mm. like ethics and and authenticity and, um, that probably your readers aren't even holding you to like they, when they read a blog post and in my case, you know, I write about travel. So if they read a blog post and you mention a hotel, then, and you know, you're, if you're doing your job well and you like that hotel, then you, you've managed to write up, you know, a very enticing piece about it. 
then what they want is to be able to click there and book it, you know? So why shouldn't you take a, a cut of that profit yeah. that, you know, you're sending to the booking platform? Yeah. Plus you're making the lives of your readers easier. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think when you switch that mindset and say, I'm just share, I'm just sharing something with these people that they yeah. wouldn't otherwise know about. So yeah. therefore I'm, yeah, I'm making their lives easier. When somebody said that to me, I was like, oh, game changer. If they don't yeah. know about it, they might, their life might be a bit worse off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it would be probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and the other thing I wanted to talk about actually was around shifting that mindset away from kind of link farm tendencies to doing your job well and writing up something good and valuable for your reader whilst also inserting affiliate links yeah what what are your top tips around that and actually there's one more question that I wanted to ask you but we'll we'll get on to that yeah I mean I think that um you see a lot of misinformation about SEO in general but Mm. I think even even before what SEO was I sort of intuitively did it right accidentally mm-hmm. yeah, same, <laughs> because same. Yeah. every yeah every time I wrote a post I just kept in mind that you know what would I want to know if I exactly. was searching on Google for example and I just wrote uh, I tried to write the most um, helpful and thorough blog post on that topic that I could think of yeah um, and that is uh, coincidentally, exactly what Google is looking for they just want to serve the best content to um, the searchers yeah and actually on this sorry to interrupt you but I just that's I I listened to something yesterday and I hear this a lot and I'm sure that you'll relate to this it's it is misinformation about SEO and it's something that I say to people over and over again but it really makes my blood boil a listicle (laughs) is not the only way to have good SEO on your blog if you're not my worst thing is when I hear people saying I don't care about SEO anymore I'm just writing good posts like that yeah they're not they're not not different no I mean um yeah I have a ton of posts that um share a lot of information but that are also quite personal um and that just share my experience and use the um things that I've learned on that trip or you know uh the facts that I think you should know before you visit all of that you know yeah. And those are good posts. They're not listicles like, you know, I don't know, vapid, you know, 10 things you should see in whatever, New yeah. York. Um, and but there's a place for those if, too, but yeah. Absolutely, because I write those too. Mm-hmm. And um, even if I know a post might not rank, I sometimes will still write it because I know that I have a set of readers that I may help um, if I write that post. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they're Googling. Uh, they might just come to my site um, yes, for advice yeah. before a tip, you know, so or before a trip. So I, if I think it would have helped me um, to know something, then I will just write it, whether it will rank or not. Because if I can help, you know, one person have a better totally. trip, then it's worth my time for sure. That's that's why I started blogging to help other people have better trips. Yeah. So. And that's off-page SEO anyway, but moving on from SEO, although I could talk about it all day, um, (laughs) um, one of the things I hear a lot when it comes to affiliate 
kind of making money through, but actually, do you know what? It's making money through passive income or blogging in general. And, and I was that person saying the same thing not that long ago is, but my numbers are really small. And I remember saying the same thing to you not very long ago. And yeah. And actually you were like, Oh, I would have thought you'd do quite well with affiliate. Yeah. Like making money through affiliate links. Um, And then I was like, Oh, would I? But my audience is so small. It was actually you that like switched me onto it. Yeah. Um, because you have such an engaged audience and so many smaller influences have really engaged audiences that they really connect with. And I know that, um, I've, you know, I followed you for ages on social media and I know that you get all these questions about like, um, cute stuff, uh, for babies or, mm. um, you know, vegan friendly, uh, things. And, and I know that you get a lot of questions about that, that you could monetize um, and at the same time actually help these people out because they're actively asking you for that information. If you've ever listened to the podcast before, you'll have heard me mention the Blogger course and for good reason too. Monica Stock created the Travel Hack back in 2009 and since then she's become one of the most respected travel bloggers in the UK, if not the world. She's worked with a gazillion brands and she even has her own suitcase, which is amazing by the way. Over a series of weeks, Monica shares tips on creating video content, branding, writing, and the dreaded niche. (laughs) In fact, this was such a game changer of a chapter for me that I went from thinking I was just a travel blogger to knowing that I am something completely different and that I have a super tight niche. It really, really changed my blogging life. The course isn't the only thing that you'll get as all chapters are available for audio download. And when you join, you become a member of the Private Blogger Course Facebook group where members share tips, tricks, and opportunities too. Monica also gave members of the course the chance to join her on a press trip this year. In fact, I think they've been on two blogger course weekenders with Wow Trip, um, and there's more to come. So that's a pretty cool opportunity, and it's not one that I've seen with any other course. It's a good chance for newer bloggers to work on a press trip. If you want to sign up, head to thebloggercourse.com today and get 20% off with the code What She Said. That's... 20% off with the code what she said. Okay, so Milo and I just got cut off because of me. So <laughs> I'm just going to repeat the question that I was saying and then clumsily edit the two together. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> so you I spoke to you in Rotterdam and and I think this is a question that I mean, it's certainly a question that I get a lot and I'm sure it's a question you get a lot um, about having a smaller audience um and therefore not being able to make money through passive income and you said to me literally almost verbatim oh I would have I would have thought that you'd do quite well (laughs) actually yeah so yeah yeah um I think people with engaged audiences can do really well I think you need one or two things or both um to do well on affiliates and one is either a really good understanding of SEO and being able to rank for you know you know, the, the right kind of posts or, um, a really engaged audience that is actively asking you for information on stuff. And I know that you have a really engaged audience on your social media, um, that is constantly asking you for recommendations on stuff that you're wearing or, um, vegan, um, vegan specific things or yeah. Um, your audience is already asking you specifically for that information. So you can help them, uh, make their life easier by sharing that information with them. And, you know, like I said before, you can easily um, take mm-hmm. a cut of that profit 
by using an affiliate link for that or, you know, sent them to a blog post about that topic that is full of, you know, helpful um, references and affiliate links to those products that you're recommending. So one of the things that I have a problem with, and actually, before I say that I have a problem with it, I want to share um, some results mm-hmm. that happened pretty quickly after I spoke to you and started switching mm-hmm. things up. So regular listeners or readers or anybody who knows me will know that when I moved to Squarespace in November, my traffic dropped from about 30,000 users a month, uniques, to mm-hmm. like five, 6,000. Yeah. Um, and, and, and then I really struggled to build that back up. But so November last year, when my traffic was at an all time high, um, I made about two pounds on Mm booking.com and referred about 7,000, there were about 7,000 referrals. So 7,000 people clicked through from one blog post to booking.com, which is huge. Absolutely. Because I've got a, a few really, really, really good, well, good ranking posts. Yeah. And, and so I shoved affiliate links in there just willy nilly. Sure. Um, yeah. So it's a bit throw, throw shit at the wall, you know? Yeah. See what sticks. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And I made two pounds. Yeah. Like, so you, fast you, forward, you obviously though. celebrated that by, by getting ice cream. <laughs> Vegan ice cream. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> two pound vegan ice cream I don't even know if I can afford two pound uh, vegan ice cream for two pounds but then (laughs) fast forward to April when my traffic was probably at the lowest it's ever been five Mm. or six thousand I think I referred about a hundred people to um booking.com and I made 50 quid yeah so uh, that is very good to hear (laughs) so good so that isn't necessarily to say that you need less traffic or that you need more traffic. Exactly. That's what I want to say. You don't need more traffic to make more money. It doesn't, it's not, no. it's not a kind of a cause, a causal link. Then after we spoke, I wrote a few different posts that were targeted to the reader, the readers. Um, what was it you said? It's about their, their, um, search intent or their intent. You know, yes, yeah. exactly. Their intent. Their intent. Yeah, so that's really yeah. important. There are, I mean, you, if you, if you are writing, um, let's go with like a really, um, easy example. If you're just writing a post on like, um, 20 gorgeous photos from Canada or whatever, you've been to Canada and you want to share photos, it's highly unlikely that you're going to sell, um, anything from that blog post, um, because people just want to be inspired. Yeah. Um, but if you write, um, for example, a review on the gorgeous hotel that you stayed in in Canada and you then put an affiliate link to that, then there's a much, much higher chance that people are going to be actually buying something through that link because they are already interested in that hotel. Um, yeah, that's the, that's the simple explanation of how, how you should think about this. But it's such a game changer. I don't know why I never thought about and I, and I wonder if that just comes back to everything else in blogging where you get a bit lost. It's the same as mm-hmm. the, it, as the, I'm not writing listicles anymore because I don't care about SEO. It's the same, right. it's the same as all of that. You kind of think, well, and probably the same as you felt before you did your experiment. Yeah, absolutely. With affiliate links. And I mean, I had to have these mindset shifts, uh, shifts. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's what they'll forever be. Oh, we were mindset shifts. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, I had the mindset shift uh, at some point as well, of course, because um, if you remember my, my talk, I, I listed maybe 10 myths that I believed mm. about, you know, uh, making passive income. Um, so, you know, I was in the same boat that you're in and, and maybe a lot of your readers are as well. I think for new bloggers as well, the reason that I really, really, really wanted to talk to you about this topic specifically mm-hmm. is because I think for newer bloggers, they feel like they have to wait until they get to a certain mythical stage where, I don't right. know, the the blogging gargoyles will say the gate is open, come into this yeah. passive income world. But actually, now it it's never it's never too early to start, really. Not really. No, I mean, there are um, some uh, things that you should um, keep in mind, such as, for example, I think with the Amazon program, uh, program, if you I think if you don't make a sale within the first 90 days, they kick you out again. Um, Yes. But I mean, if you have uh, even a small but an engaged uh, group of followers and you and they buy one thing that you recommend <laughs> I mean you're good so yeah you can literally start with like I don't know 10 readers 50 readers a month and if you just do it the right way um, you can still make money you'll probably not be able to live off of it with that <laughs> but you know I mean I definitely don't have the biggest sites uh, either but you know it, it is trial and error and and just doing a lot of research on it yeah and let's talk about some of the different specifically some of the different tools that you can use because so talking about display advertising obviously the big thing that everybody the kind of holy grail is media vine absolutely Um, but that comes with I almost don't want to go into that because I feel like that's something that people get a bit hung up on and then feel a bit shit that they can't have uh-huh. media vines. So what about, and there's Amazon, of course, but you make pennies from Amazon. Is, yeah. Unless <laughs> Literally. You, yeah, no, you do. I don't make a lot of money from Amazon or the Dutch equivalent. Um, but, you know, it's probably still good to get on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. And how about some of the other, specifically for affiliate links, I would say, over mm-hmm. display advertising, what are some of the best um tools that you can use or networks that you can use to get started yeah um so there is there's a whole debate about whether you should go directly to uh, Mm. affiliate parties so for example a company uh, program but you can also uh, sign up with them through a bunch of different uh, platforms, um, which I think is Commission Junction. Uh, you have Ra- Rakuten or something. Rakuten, um, yeah. There's a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, and um, I think I like to work directly because I like to work directly with a company. And if I have an issue, uh, I don't have to go through some sort of middleman. Yeah. I find response time is also quicker. So I would definitely recommend, if you can, to go directly with um, advertisers. Um, and what that means that- is basically if, if say, TripAdvisor, you might make money through TripAdvisor on skim links, but yeah. go to TripAdvisor themselves directly yeah. and sign up exactly. to their affiliate program yeah. as opposed to a third party. Yeah. Have you actually ever um, spoken about skim links on your podcast before or no? Never. Because then I can explain what it is. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So do. skim links... <laughs> Skimlinks is actually a great place to start. Um, it is um, basically a plugin that you install, uh, and it has an online dashboard as well that you sign up to the program. 
Uh, and what that does is it kind of turns every link that you have on your website into an affiliate link as long as that company is signed up to the Skimlinks program. And um, the Skimlinks program has like thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of companies signed up to it. So also Booking.com, uh, loads of like uh, fashion brands, uh, beauty brands, they, they are all signed up to it. So if you've ever linked, for example, to like a lipstick somewhere in a blog post um, to, I don't know, the Mac website or whatever, um, it will then turn it into an affiliate link if Mac is actually with Skimlinks. I'm not, I'm not sure. They might be. Um, and then you will get a, a percentage uh, of every sale that comes through that link. Um, Skimlinks, of course, has to make money as well. So they take a percentage of that sale as well. Um, but the reason this is still a good program to use is because you can sign up with Skimlinks and then see in their dashboard what is actively converting for you, what you are actively selling, which brands and which programs. And then you can see if those brands have a direct affiliate program, such as, you know, booking.com has. Uh, and in that case, you just sign up with them and change out the links for booking.com links and you block booking.com as, you know, uh, in skim links, um, meaning that skim links won't actually change their links into their links anymore. Um, and then you can just make more money because you won't have to pay the um, percentage anymore to skim links. So that's a great place to start. And the same um, is kind of uh, valid for a program called Hotels Combined which um, is the same kind of structure. Um, it's kind of a, a meta search engine in that sense. So what that is, it's a platform that if you have Hotel um, A and it's on the website, then it will show you the prices for Hotel A with Booking.com, Expedia, um, Agoda, and whatever. And then the, the customer will click on one of those links. And if they do, you get paid a, a small amount. And if you if they make a sale, you will also get uh, an amount on that. Um, but the amounts are much much lower than you would get if you were to go directly to, for example, Booking.com or Expedia affiliate programs or Hotels.com. Yeah. Um, so what you could do is first use Hotel Combined links, see what converts, and then change those over into um, you know affiliate links for um, Expedia or Booking.com or whatever. They're great ways to kind of get a feel for what is working for you and what isn't. I've never, so the reason I use that TripAdvisor example is because, um, Monica Stott was talking about skim links and just saying, guys, remember to use skim links because right. I kind of completely forgot that I had it on my site. I'd mm -hmm. also forgotten, but yeah. she went on and someone had booked a flight. So if someone books a yeah. flight, your quid's in. But obviously, that's when you can then look on skim links and be like, hey, <laughs> I could make a lot more money elsewhere if the Absolutely. airline, yeah. I don't, do airlines have their own affiliate? They probably don't, do they? Many, many, of many of them do, yeah. yeah do they? Um, yeah, and I have seen that it is usually uh, pays better than, for example, um, the Skyscanner program. Yeah, yeah. Which that pays like nothing. I still yeah. use it because uh, I personally use Skyscanner and I know my readers uh, like to use it. But yeah. if there is a direct link uh, to a specific flight that I'm recommending or a specific airline, then I like to use a direct program. That's a really good bit of juicy technical 
stuff. <laughs> Who would have thought I would have ever become technical on these things? <laughs> I remember starting in like an SEO job a few years ago and I didn't really know what SEO was. So <laughs> look how far we've come. <laughs> I would never have thought that I'd be teaching other people how to use SEO to optimize their blogs. I never can, would have thought that. Can you imagine, though, that like a year and a half ago, I was making, what, 15 euros a month on passive income from my website, which was reasonably big. And now, you know, <laughs> I'm that person helping other people make passive income on their yeah, websites. That's crazy. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's calling. not crazy, though, is it? Because what you applied a very logical... Yeah, sure it didn't you? You just looked at what was working, absolutely, what no, working, and made those little tweaks. Exactly. No, I, I mean, I, I've earned my stripes and I know what I'm doing, but, mm. um, I had to learn. I came from scratch, you know. Yeah. So looking back, it's, it's mind blowing that I got to this stage where now I'm able to live off of my site full time. That's amazing. That's the dream, isn't it? That's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> so let's talk nitty gritty though. How much time? especially in the beginning, realistically, did it take mm-hmm. you to get to the stage where you'd gone from $15 a month to, you know, incrementally a, a decent amount? Yeah. Um, I think the bulk of it was, I think it probably took about a year to go from that point. Because uh, every month it just keeps growing and you understand what you're doing better. And you'll see that some months are better for display advertising and other months are better for affiliate sales because of buying cycles that people go through throughout the year, especially connected to travel. Um, yeah, so it, it took me probably a little over a year to get to a point where I could, you know, full time live off the passive income. Yeah. Okay. And how much time was it taking you each week to experiment and make those tweaks? Yeah. I mean, that's really, really hard to answer because especially since, uh, January, December, January onwards, I've been a full-time blogger. So I Mm kind of work on my blog full-time now. Yeah. Um, so I can't really answer that question, but I can give a little bit of, of advice, uh, in, that what I always recommend people do is go to their Google Analytics. Um, and you have to have Google Analytics. Yes. <laughs> if you're, if you're remotely serious about this, you really want to have Google Analytics. Um, and you want to go into, um, your most popular blog posts, like your 10 most blog, uh, popular blog posts to start with. Um, and then look where you can add um, more revenue opportunities in, in the way of, for example, recommending a hotel that you're already mentioning, or maybe you can recommend a few other hotels in the area or, you know, a backpack that you've been using on Amazon, you know, stuff like that. Go through your most popular posts because they're already bringing in the traffic. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, make them more, um, reader and affiliate friendly in that sense. It's low-hanging fruit. It's the best place to start. It doesn't cost that much time. Um, It's better in that sense than writing completely new blog posts. Like, those are great, too. But you want to start with what you already have because that's literally just sort of lying there, um, (laughs) losing you money. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's how I think shifting your mindset as well to that your blog posts are losing you money as opposed to they're not making as much money yeah you're missing you're missing sales you're missing sales all the time yeah I mean 
you're like, I don't know if we have the saying in, in English, but in Dutch, we would say you're like a thief of your own wallet. <laughs> you're, you're stealing your own money <laughs> yes, uh, by not that. doing this. Um, but like also don't like beat yourself up and don't get carried away. Like don't make everything about money um, yeah. and get upset if your posts are not your new blog posts are not converting. You know, it just like I said, it takes time and it takes, you know, trial and error, seeing what works. Some things for me still, um, some book posts work really well. Others don't while I think they will. And mm. it's, there's an element of it that you just can't predict. Yeah. Yeah. And bit, yeah, it's the same with everything, isn't it? You just got to be kind to yourself and not, yeah. yeah. Like you say, don't not lose your mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So where can everybody find you online and come and stalk you and slide into your DMs? <laughs> No, um, the best place to find me, uh, for obviously English listeners, uh, would be explorista.net. Um, and to give a little plug, I will actually, uh, I am actually working on a course, uh, about passive income. Uh, yes. So I, all this knowledge that I have sort of gained in the past year, year and a half by, you know, trial and error, um, I want to share it with everyone because I seen that how much it helped you. Uh, and that made me so, you know, and other people on the, in the conference, it made me so excited to kind of share that, uh, with other people. So that's what I'm working on. And you can, you know, when it's done, <laughs> finally, <laughs> you can find it on expertset.net. And in the meantime, you can probably best follow me on, on Instagram. And that is just at expertsta. Perfect. And your group yes. as well. I'll link to all of it in the oh, yes. show notes. Yeah, absolutely. If you're, you know, if you work online or you want to work online and you love to travel, then that was probably a great place to join. Perfect. Thank you so much. No worries. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. And you can find me at Lucy Lucraft everywhere. You can find old episodes of what she said over at lucylucraft.com where you'll also find me chatting about all things blogging, travel, vegan life and zero waste living too. Lastly, I know everybody asks this and it's a total pain in the ass, but please think about leaving the show a rating and review. It makes a huge difference to getting the show out to new listeners and for every review you leave, I'll donate £2 to charity. So that's £1 for you and £1 from me. The Chosen Charity changes each month, so listen out for it in the intro each week. Thanks for listening.